Football. Hang on. Football team prices list ranked. Ah, uh, well, we were. Dude, please go. Wow, ahead. I'm surprised. Okay. Everybody is on a steady increase. They've all increased. Is it changed? It doesn't because they started playing overseas. Maybe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. You said right. that, and I thought it was silly. Number but one, then I thought about it. <laughs> it's, it's a good number point. one is Dallas Cowboys for eight bill. The Patriots for six point four. The Rams no. are number. Why three? is there such a big fall off after the Cowboys? Dude, it's one point six billion dollars difference. I know, but it's insane. That's why Jerry Jones it's is because, cheesing up hey, there even after because, a loss, bro. It's because Texas is has more population than Massachusetts does. Well, then California uh, should should be right, don't they have um, almost the same? But they yeah, they're a, actually number three on the list. Hmm. Which one? Which the California Rams. team? Then Alaska should be number one, bro. Um, no, that's square footage. <laughs> um, so after. After the Rams is the Giants at six. Oh, uh, the Rams are six point two. Giants are six. The Bears are five point eight. What are the Bucks? I'm getting to it, bro. <laughs> you want me to just like skip? Yeah, okay, are you gonna skip twenty seven teams? I can. Do you want me to? <laughs> the Bucks are in debt. They're worth a whopping one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh, dude. Uh, Tom Brady left. Buccaneers are worth three point six billion. They are number twenty four out of thirty two. <laughs> Who's the last team? Uh, the Bengals. <laughs> See, that doesn't make the Bengals, sense to me. The Bengals for three billion. We could almost get that amount of money. <laughs> How Tanner? Between all of Let's us, get this table. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> GPT. How do I make three that's billion? That's less than a billion for each of us, dude. That's not bad. <laughs> we can make that happen. We need what? to do <clears throat> Give me one of those for mom. <clears throat> Welcome to the G3 podcast. Why do you keep clapping? <laughs> <laughs> we have too many red lines. Yeah. It's like peaking every five seconds. It's like, which one? Welcome, which one do I cut out? Welcome to the G3 podcast. Um, today we have a Q&A for you guys. So Seth is going to... Seth is actually back with us this time. I know it's been like, what, <sighs> three goodness. weeks or four weeks from this dude? It, it, right here you can... It, like insert the hand clapping and cheers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, He's thanks. back. Thank everybody. Thank everybody. All right, that's enough. That's I enough. Say <laughs> All right. So anyway, Seth's going to hit us with a few questions. But in the studio, we also have the stew. We also have Benton. What's your last name? Bilbrey. How is that how you say yes, it? Bilbrey. I didn't want to say it wrong. Dude, I said Benton Bilbrey. I said it wrong like the first two years I knew him, and then I asked Siri to call him. And she's like calling Benton Bilbrey, and I'm like, there's no way that's how it's like pronounced. And he was like, thank but, you. But it, Siri was right, and I was wrong. <laughs> you got to say it like you're like a, a, a rich British guy. Benton Bilbrey. Benton oh. Bilbrey. But it's spelt Bray, so it throws me off. A-Y? I didn't see it. Bill E-Y. Bray. Oh. I like have a Prey. friend named Jaden Bilbrey that's spelt the same way. B-I-L-B-R-E-Y. Jaden Blue. Jaden Blue. On Instagram. Jayden shout out Jaden Blue. Jayden Blue. <clears throat> Hopefully he way. shouts us out on his Instagram because he's got like 30,000 followers. He won't. I know. I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> he's, a kid that I, he's a kid that I graduated with. He's like. He does free running, bro. You remember no, free no, no, running? No, 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 no. He does flips, bro. Parkour. He does flips. He does parkour for sure. That's yeah, parkour. parkour, parkour Dude's a beast on the trampoline. Yeah. And on the ground, I guess. He does some cool flips, but. Yeah. 
Anyways. I get lost when I flip. Anytime I get upside down, my brain just is like, no. Nah. <laughs> like handstands, you you're like, what? what the yeah, handstands and handstand walking. My brain's like, no. Nah. <laughs> this does not compute. <clears throat> so anyway, Seth, uh, if you want to go ahead and get started, uh, go ahead. Okay, I've one. got a first question here. How do you manage... Smash. <laughs> <laughs> How do you manage chaos in your relationship? Um... If there's ever like, I guess, in my marriage, right? How do I hand, handle chaos? Yeah. Um, so with my wife and myself, like in particular, uh, a lot of times, if we are in a disagreement, we agree to just take a break for a second and come back whenever we're more level-headed. Because I'm pretty passionate about some stuff, and so is she. Yeah. So like, instead of just hashing it out right here and yelling at each other and saying stuff we shouldn't say to each other, a lot of times we just Okay, look, I'll give me like 30 minutes to process and I'll come back and we can talk about this. Yeah. You know, or, hey, you said something that just rubbed me the wrong way, so you're going to have to give me a minute and I'll be back. Yeah. And like, we I, definitely need to have this conversation. Yeah. But you got to give me a second because I'm not in the right headspace. I need to be able to do that because I'm like, no, we need to fix it right now type of a yeah. person. And well, that's not always good. Yeah. We did that like like when we first got married. It was like, no, sit down. We're freaking doing this yeah, right we're figuring here. figuring this out. <clears throat> but... Like for me, honestly, like I'll say stuff just out of like impulse and just be like, well, you did blah, blah, blah. Well, you have to check yourself for a few minutes and go, well, you can't bring that up because that's in the past. All right. No. You can't be doing that kind of stuff. Um, so I've, I, if you can get a few minutes where you can kind of process what you're going to say and you, you don't want to like tread lightly, but in, in a sense you do, you know what I mean? You don't want to just let her have it either, yeah, don't say but you need to be you're honest, right. but you need to like say it in a in a like a proper way because it's your wife still she's yeah. still on your team you know what i mean so you want to be careful with how you say the truth <clears throat> yeah right. i like how you said we're on a team i think that's a great way and to look at it so that's how we do we try to handle it together and like a lot of stuff even like outside not in just in marriage but like in confrontation like outside like in work um i try to attack the problem as like the problem like me and you're on the same team yeah. And not as what well, you said or you did, but no finger pointing. But hey, how do we fix this? Okay. Yeah. It happened. But like going forward, what do we do? Like, I'll help you. You help me. Let's do this together. Let's figure this out. Mm. Even if it was my fault or your fault or whatever. Okay. Well, it's done now. So yeah. <clears throat> the time has passed. We're going forward. How do you go forward from here? Yeah. Um, and that's got me out of a lot of sticky situations in like my career so far. Even um, we had one scenario, quick story where we had some flooring that was unlevel in a house, like some tile. Yeah. And I had the flooring guy come out and I had the homeowners there and myself. And we were down to the point where we had a credit card on the tile and we were sliding it. And if it caught on the tile, we're ripping out a piece of tile Yeah, through the whole house, dude, like the whole house. And so it got to where it was like half the house. The tiles were a little unlevel. And like, I understand like some of that stuff happens. Yeah. They're an older couple. So like, you don't want to trip over a tile, bro. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like some of them, you're like, this is up against the corner. Like, this is not, it's behind the like, toilet. Help me out a little bit. Yeah. So there's, a, I agree with you, but also like work with me, you know what I mean? Um, and they got into a screaming match with the flooring guy and the owners were yelling at each other. Yeah. And I don't know how old the flooring guy is, probably 45, 50. Yeah. But the owners were definitely well over 50, maybe 60. Yeah. And I was just standing there and they're both on the ones on the right ones on the left and they're yelling at each other across the bar and I'm standing at the bar and I was like, okay, well, um, here's what we're going to do. 
if y'all keep yelling, I'm going to leave because I can't handle this, like, this situation with y'all screaming at each other. So everybody needs to calm down and I will give the decision. Like, I'm yeah. the one that built it. So, like, let me make the decision. Yeah. yeah. But y'all screaming back and forth like children doesn't help anybody. Yeah. And it got real quiet and I got to, like, process for a second. And I were like, okay, look, this is what we're going to do. I don't care. We're ripping out all the pieces of tile that are incorrect and we're just going to do it. And yeah. it's going to, we'll figure out who's paying for it later yeah. between me and the foreign guy. But these people need to be taken care of. We need to get out of here so that way it's done. Yeah. But I'm only going to do it once. If you find one later that you don't like, that's not, not my problem. Yeah. I'll do it once. Yeah. So anyways, it went through and we got it all done. And then later on the homeowners came, like called me like a week later and they're like, I just want to appreciate Like, I want to say that I appreciate how you handle that situation. Like you handled it pretty calm. Yeah. So if you can kind of step back from the situation and kind of assess and get everybody like, hey, like yeah. everybody calm down. Let me think about this for a second yeah. and rationalize what we're doing. It's so much smoother than yeah. just jumping in and screaming at it. Screaming doesn't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, and, then, and then like like one thing is men like that that really helps it. If you just think about it, like like we tend to think like like in a logical state, mm-hmm. and women tend to think like in a, in an emotional state. <clears throat> and like something that that me and my wife had too many silly fights over was in the uh, in the laundry room. She wanted me to like whenever I, I uh, got clothes uh, to put on for the day, take the hanger from the closet and put it in the laundry room. So whenever she does the laundry, there's a hanger ready. there for for her to hang oh, it up. Yeah, and. Like what would end up happening is, you know, it's the morning and you have a million things that you're thinking about and it it would never get done on my end. And she would bring it up over and over again, like with it. And I would explain to her, you know, that I'm just, you know, that's when it's the morning. That's the last thing I'm thinking about. Right. Yeah. But it, it meant so much more to her. Because it was is like it was like it's like you're not hearing me and yeah like it you know what I mean yeah so how did how did you hand like what was the solution to that or was there a solution how uh, was the chaos handled oh, and that was it that was the issue I I kept just like brushing it off on it and yeah and like like I think like as a man like like logically it was just doesn't make any sense that's not it's like it's not that big of a deal and <laughs> it's a hanger it, it's just yeah it's just bringing the hanger <laughs> and it meant so much more to her than just right, right. the hanger yeah you know and it it, it, it wasn't she, the hanger you not listening on the hanger was you not listening at all to anything yes yeah I have, ran into some of that have you seen the video about the nail in that lady's head. Have you seen that video on YouTube? The nail in the I, lady's I head. Show, I have to show it, dude. There's a nail in the front of this lady's head. And she's arguing with her husband. Her husband's like, hey, we need to take you to the hospital. There's a nail in your head. And she's like, it's not about the nail. You don't listen to me. <laughs> but she has a nail stuck in her forehead. She's, and he's like, no, no, no. Like, you're bleeding. Like, we really have. She's like, it's not about the nail. Yeah. And that's like partially true. Yeah. <laughs> like, some of those some of those reactions are different. Yeah. Because you're yeah. a man or you're a woman, you know? Yeah. There's more meaning than just the hanger. Yeah. Uh, episode title. No, this yeah. is a Q&A. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Q&A. More meaning than the hanger. Um, can, you, can you ask a question again? Yeah. I want to make sure that I'm staying on track. Um, the question is, how do you manage chaos in your relationship? I'm going to start off with, I think there's some times that it's easier than other times. Like Saturday morning, we're both well rested. Uh, Harrison's napping. Like, 
something goes wrong, I feel like we can handle the handle the quote unquote chaos a little bit easier. Friday evening, long week, long day, haven't been sleeping very much throughout the week. Yeah. A little thing could happen and it could like push me over the edge. So I think some of it's situational, but I think it's beneficial in recognizing that as, as well. Like, right. Hey, I know. And I had to tell her Corey last night. I'm like, it was a long week. It was a long day. I haven't been sleeping very good. I'm not going to handle this well. Right. Um, and we had a little bit of an argument that led up to that, that ended with me kind of saying that like, I'm not in a good situation for this. I'm not in a good headspace. Right. And that kind of leads over like if someone, something I heard or read and it was like, before you vent to somebody, like it's so, somewhat polite to ask like, Hey, I need to vent. Are you in a good mental space right now for me to vent yeah, to yeah. you? Because sometimes like, and for us, it's pretty rare, but sometimes you're like yesterday afternoon, if someone would have called me and like started venting, I wouldn't have been able to like mentally handle <laughs> I that. I cannot handle yeah, this right now. I have my own stuff going on. I can't handle your stuff too. Yeah. But, and it's hard to think about that in the middle of it. And right. my thing with my wife, uh, when she comes to me with something, Corey, I try to ask her, I try to get her to remind me like, is this something you want me to fix or do you just want me to listen? And nine times out of 10, she just wants me to listen. And then, which is way easier than fixing the problem. Right. Like my whole life, my whole relationship with her, it's like, oh, you have a problem. Let me help you fix it. Because right. that is me listening. I'm listening so well that I'm helping you solve the problem. That's how my brain works. Sometimes her brain doesn't answer. Yeah. yeah. Her brain works. Well, he's starting to talk, so he's not listening to me anymore. Yeah, That's right. what she's hearing. Um, so I think something that helps manage chaos in relationships is just trying to be like, overly open on like what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. right. Hey Chase, I have this going on. I don't need you to fix it. I just need you to listen. Yeah. Cool. Or she starts talking and I go, do you want me to fix it? Or do you want me to listen? Or she starts venting to me and I just tell her, I can't handle this right now. I'm not in a good mental space. Let me shower, get ready for bed and we'll try to like revisit it. Yeah. Um, but those are like ideal situations and right. I feel like arguments come when it's not an ideal situation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, another thing is like dealing with chaos per se. I was I told you that I had a subject that I wanted to talk to you about with that me and Fraser talked about during this yeah, like, yeah. this week on lunch. Um, that actually like directly pertains to the subject specifically because we were talking about like whenever you're about to be in confrontation, like thinking about like you have to already formulate your opinion before you have a conversation. Yeah. You know, like if you go if I walk up to you and I just say, "Hey, dude, I think you're running business all wrong." Like to you, yeah. that's that's gonna it's gonna make you mad, or you're gonna get defensive immediately. But you're gonna get defensive, right? Like, what does this dude think? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. what does that have to do with anything? You know, it depends like, on who it is, but who yeah, yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah. So, and then, most like, people have a poor reaction, yeah, right. And so that's like you really have to sit down and think about it. Like, hey, man, you know, you gotta like you have to actually have to sit down whenever somebody like so. There's been times where whenever I'm in a relationship, I get into an I get into an argument, and I've like been like yelled at and cussed at and like whatever in the relationship. And I just will sit there and I just sit there because it's like, okay, look, I need to think about this because if I don't think about this, I'm going to like introduce you to the floor and that's bad. So it's like, not ideal. Yeah. And apparently so, that's frowned upon. Right. Yeah. No, but like you got to sit and think about it or it's like, you know, you're going to yell or you're going to say something that's going to hurt yeah, yeah. their feelings more than it would more than you meant it to, you know? Right. And it's like, you, you got to be really considerate about that sort of thing. And I think that, being considerate and thinking about things is worth way more than like getting your point across or 
Um, it's like in listening. Sometimes with you can intent. do both, though. Right, listening with intent. Yeah, and yeah. you can do both. But man, I I think that it gets better. Like the more you do it, the better you get at it. Yeah. So like where I'm at now, anytime somebody comes up to me and starts trying to argue with me or anything, yeah, I usually just walk away from the conversation and I'll be like, okay, like, look, I see what you're saying and I see your points, and I'm thinking about what you're saying, but I'm gonna go like take a minute and I'm going to go think about this and then I'll come back and talk to you again because I don't know, I don't know what to say. And I think I'm going to get upset with you yeah. if you try to talk over me whenever I'm trying to make a point. Yeah. Cause like I let you do your talking, give me five minutes. Let me do my talking. There's a, I think something that touches pretty well on this is Adam Grant wrote a book, wrote a book called think again. And he said, if you're talking to somebody and you'll have opposing views asking like, Hey, um, is there any chance that your mind could be changed on this subject? That's what you ask a person. So right. let's say for this is easy. You're Demo- We're going to make you the Democrat. And okay, I'm, I'm the Republican. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and before we go, go into debate, like, Hey, is there any, is there an opportunity that I can change your mind on some of these things? And if you go, absolutely not, there's no point in us continuing right. on because yeah. it's just going to be us yelling at each other and having like poor feelings. for right. the rest Yeah. Of the day. And that's another, but if someone's like, you know what? I think you really like, if we have a good conversation here, you might be able to change my mind. Right. Like, okay, cool. Let's go. Yeah. And that's like a huge thing that I've, I've started to realize that too. Like I've, I mean, there's been several instances where I'm talking to somebody and they start to get worked up about it. And I'm like, Hey, look, like let's slow it down for a second. Like, yeah. Are you going to be able to change your mind about this? Like if I give you sufficient like evidence and yeah. information, is it going to change your mind or no? Cause yeah. if it's not, then we don't have to have this conversation and that's okay. Yeah. Like I won't be mad at you if you don't want to have this conversation. I just want to know, like, how are you feeling about this conversation? Because yeah. if it's making you upset more than you're learning something, we should probably no just problem. steer clear of it for now. Yeah. And that stuff is easy to do when you're like, you're well-fed, you're well-rested. Oh, you yeah, have a lot dude. of stressors on in your life. It's easier to be there. Yeah. But <clears throat> there's a fair bit of the time that I'm not in a good enough mental space right. to like be that mature, I yeah. guess, for lack of a better word. Like All right. Part- Sorry. We should probably move on. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> okay. The 20 minutes on the first question. <laughs> right. Um, Okay, next question. Um, who is somebody that you look up to or see as a role model and why? Man, I look up to a lot of people. Yeah, I do too. Uh, mine mine would be, uh, it, like, it's, it, it would sound like an obvious answer. It, it would be my dad, but it, it's not because of what I think about my dad. It's about because of, of like, what the most important people uh, that have been in my life have told about him like my grandfather he, he's dad died in like 2015 came up to me your daddy's a good your daddy's a good man uh, I have an uncle <clears throat> uh, he was Mr. Athletic uh, got a got a full ride scholarship to Nebraska the year after they won the national championship as a quarterback he's come up to me your daddy's a good man my grandmother, still alive, thankfully, comes up. Your daddy's a good man, and like that's I, when that many people are saying it. And not only that many people, but like people that you respect and and love so much. It like it's not like my mom saying it or. It just magnifies it from yeah, a different point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice. So what What about, like, what makes your daddy a good man? <laughs> I feel weird saying daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Chase, calm down. 
Um, he's not very good at fantasy football, but he is a good man. I'll agree with that. Oh, he does like his quarterbacks in fantasy football. <laughs> like three elite quarterbacks and nothing else. <laughs> he will overtrade for Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. Um, it, it, he, he is not quick to anger, and that's a, a, a very that's something that's always stood out like 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 he'll get mad but he 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 wouldn't raise his voice yeah and he wouldn't yell at me and my sister and everything he would just look at us and he'd just say that's enough and apparently like like we respected him enough when we were little we're just like we would just stop wow and then yeah so so my mom's uh, my mom's mom and dad they'd look at that and they're just Wow, your dad yeah. like, like our like our. I'm really happy with like who our, who our daughter married and everything. It's Good. there's a word for it's it's French and I can't pronounce it. I'm gonna try my best to pronounce it. It's spelled Saint Freud, but it's pronounced Saint Froid. We talked about it on another oh, yeah, podcast. Yeah. But that's your dad. Okay, sorry. What does that mean? Uh, cool, calm, collected. Is, it directly translates over to cold-hearted, but we use it as cool, calm, collected. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm going to get that tattooed on my chest. Yeah. Sang Freud. <laughs> Sang Freud. What about you, Tanner? Who do you look up to? Uh, I think we're all going to have to say our dads here, aren't we? Like, is that not what the, is that not how this works? <laughs> the precedence has been set. It's very, uh, it's required. Uh, second choice is Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> hey, he's a buccaneer now. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get it. I'm a fan. Um, yeah, for sure. Like my dad. I mean, it's the same way. It's gonna be the same thing, because he's the. It's everybody. He's been a pastor for so long, and he knows all these people. You know what I mean? And everybody's the same way. Like, dude, your dad is solid. Yeah. It says like he's thought very highly in the community. When he had opportunities to act poorly, he never did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then from like his past and all the stuff that he went through growing up to come like through those things and be the man that he is today is pretty, is pretty stellar. So I look up to him a lot. I also look up to my mom though. So I, I, I can't talk about my mom or I may cry, but yeah. Um, yeah, my mom is solid for sure. Yeah. She's a sweet lady, bro. Yeah. I just feel one of the things I'm super grateful for. And I thank God every night, just the friends and family he's blessed to my blessed in my life or blessed to me in my life um i feel like i have a phenomenal family awesome friends all across the united states like mm -hmm. just feel very fortunate for the people that have come into my life uh i'll stay on the trend because it's an easy trend to stay on but my dad uh for some some of the similar reasons you mentioned like my dad came from absolutely nothing um his situation was super weird growing up, and we've talked about that. But he came from very unideal, a very unideal situation and made the absolute most of it. Um, about as close to a... It's hard for me to say, like, self-made. Um, it's hard for me to say, like, a self-made man because it's like, are you just going to ignore everyone that you ever came in contact to? Right. Like, I get what people are saying. Like, I didn't have... No one gave me money to start. Yep. But, like, you're just going to ignore all the lessons your dad and your loved ones and friends taught you growing up. Like, yep. I think the only way you could be a legit self-made man is if you started, like if you were by yourself on a planet, like, you could be a, and you were born and you like somehow as a 
newborn you're able to take care like so you see what i'm saying so i take self-made man but anyways but he's about as close to that as you can come like coming from like eating out of dumpsters um to being pretty well financially successful um and being someone i think what i respect most about him is he's he's a better man today than he was even two years ago and he's a better man two years ago than he was four years ago and he's not he's not accepting like growing older like um there's no point in changing he's like oh this is a problem and it needs to be addressed this is older yeah yeah i have some scars that haven't been tended to and i think that's why i'm acting certain ways in certain situations and so that's i i appreciate that about him so i I, i'm 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 gonna hit us with a curveball here (laughs) (laughs) please go ahead with with a good one uh someone that i have a uh I respect for is our man here, Chase. Yeah. Um, I, I've I, I've been going through a divorce, and the best way to describe what a divorce is is I watched uh, my brother get riddled with cancer. I watched him take his last last breaths. I watched him, uh, or after I watched him take his last breaths. I sobbed in my father's arms. Divorce is worse than that. And um, the th- like the thing, like the thing that Chase has done. Well, it, it, more than that, like <clears throat> the. I just bother him all the time. That's what I do. <laughs> it's the. Uh, it's it's like the, like kind of the own, uh, untold stories of divorce. Like obviously, like you, you know, you lose a relationship. Um, but I'm, I'm, part of that is like the, that I've experienced is I, I've not been a good friend, not only to him, but I mean, to, to all of my buddies, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not cause I like, I, I, I don't like, like care about them or, you know what I mean? It's just going through something that's just so like absolutely devastating that like, like you, you just. Like you your whole afford, life comes it, to a pause, almost. It, it, and you you can't like afford to be there for 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 your guy at that time. Mm-hmm. Something that Chase has done the entire time, always checks up on me, always wants to hang out, mm-hmm. and it, and that's I mean, that's why he was in the wedding, you know, and that that's why he's a bro for life, and mm-hmm. you know, and I, I I've appreciated that more than you know, and my parents have appreciated that more than you know. And it's, I, it's just not even something that I really even think about. It's just like, Hey, this is one of the guys in my, in my circle. Like I need to make sure that he's moving along. Um, and if I can do anything to assist in that, then that's what I want to do. Right. Uh, and I think that's just, you just do that. Like (laughs) you don't think about it. Yeah. You're really, you're really good at that. So I appreciate it. Thank you. It's nice. Uh, Y'all can kiss and make them. <laughs> Still got small arms, but yeah. So next question. <laughs> okay, next question. When do you feel most at peace? In Chase's arms. <laughs> Dude, me too, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know. Did Dylan Douglas did hug me pretty good that one time I saw him, though. Yeah, when you give Dylan a hug or my dad a hug, it's just like... Oh, that is true. I, when I hug, I hug my dad, Sunday. dude, I'm like, gosh, it's such a good hug. Yeah, man. This is what it feels like to be held. 
Um, when Tanner's most at peace, man. I think I'm most at peace. I had today. I actually had one of those moments where, like, I didn't have any pains in my body. My mind felt clear. The weather was beautiful. Mm. I was about to start mowing, and I was just overwhelmed with gratitude. Mm. Um, and I'm gonna put that as like being at peace. And I think what that was was a combination of. Um, I had a nice relax after we got through some of our conversations, like we had a, my wife and I had a very relaxing evening. Mm. Loki, our dog was super cuddly. So we're just getting to watch some Yellowstone. I was getting to hold my dog. Courtney and I were having good conversations throughout the, uh, throughout the episode. We went to sleep, woke up when we woke up, like there was an alarm. We just woke up when we woke up. Um, had a good workout, had good interactions with guys at the gym. Mm -hmm. I knew I was having this, like, I think it was a lot of different good happening. And I just felt like, you know, those deep, like I just had one, like those deep, satisfying breaths you Mm -hmm. take, like not every breath is as satisfying as this breath that I'm talking about. I had that and it was just like, everything was at peace. I wasn't worried about one damn thing. Um, I think it was just a combination of, all Everything of this thing going right. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I have the most peace probably whenever I like <clears throat> am in alignment with like what God wants me to do. So whenever I have that realization though, so like obviously, yeah, whenever you do what God wants you to do, you're at peace. But like what I'm saying is like I'll have a tug on my heart or something and I'll like I'll go do that thing. And then stuff starts to kind of fall in line, you know, and you're like, Oh, wow. Okay. Like that's all I need is like take this step and you take the step and then it's like, you just feel that like peace come over. You know what I mean? And it could be anything like, like this week I had one of those moments where you're doing something and then like I get back in the truck and I'm driving down the road and you're just like, wow, that was cool. And you're like, I know I got a billion things to do, but it's like that none of the, you're like, nothing's like has to happen right now. And you're like, Okay, where am I driving to? Where do I want to go? What do I need to check on? You know, but it's just kind of like your brain just feels like I just feel really good. I feel light. I feel happy. You right. know? Yeah, so. I get that. That's my moment of peace is like whenever I get off of work, I go, I drive home, and then I just sit in the work truck. Like <laughs> I think about like the entire day. No, like really, yeah, yeah. I think about the entire day, and I'm like, look, you know, X, Y, and Z, that really upset me today, and this and this and that made me really happy today. So like, you know, I had a good balance of everything, but that's today and tomorrow is tomorrow. You like download so just, the whole information from the day. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, you know, the, your life has to be a balance of chaos and order. Obviously we've mm-hmm. talked about it before. I think that work is mostly chaos. And I think that home is mostly chaos too, just because I have so much laundry to do and I'm working so much <laughs> and everything like that. Like, it's just like, I, it's stressful to me, like just to be yeah, at yeah. home because it's like, okay, well I have X, Y, and Z to do. I need to go do that. Yeah. But like sitting in the truck for like 10 minutes whenever I get home. I just go, I turn it off, and I just sit there, and I just sit at the wheel and think about the day, and I'm like, okay, yeah. we're good. Like, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. man. My head's still on my shoulders. I can wake up and do this again tomorrow if I have to. Yeah. Uh, is that Was that the last question? Yeah, that's the last question. Nice. Well, guys, we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, thanks for coming on. We appreciate y'all's support, and we look forward to cranking some more of these bad boys out. Yes, sir.